Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in her space. Sometimes we don't want to be still and we don't want to relax because of what comes up. And so for me, a lot of stuff came up and I was like, oh, is my busyness? Because I know that I've always had to grind. I've always had to be ambitious because of the struggle and where I came from. Okay, now I don't need to... Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're, We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. be. Hey, our quote of the day comes from an unknown source, but this is probably one of the most fitting quotes for our topic. The most productive thing you can do is relax. And I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the bag, because I know some of y'all heard that and was like, no, no, you had a counter argument already geared up. The most productive thing you can do is relax. All right, type AT. (laughs) (laughs) You ready to dive in? (laughs) You got jokes. Dom got jokes, y'all. Yes, I'm ready to dive in. (laughs) I feel feel called out and seen. (laughs) I feel seen right now. No, but yeah, that quote, mm. (laughs) the most productive thing you can do is relax. That is interesting. Well, when you hear that, like at least for me, when I hear productive, to me, that means that I need to be doing, Mm -hmm. right? What they're trying to say there is that relaxation is doing. Mm Mm-hmm. But maybe not our image of doing. Yes. Right? For sure. Because when you hear that, what comes to mind for you? Well, I am a very, I like to be a very productive and busy person. I'm realizing about myself that that's like my sweet spot. I love to do that. And so when when I see the quote, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. I can understand why someone would say that the most productive thing you can do is relax. Because I'm sure that if you're relaxing, you're refueling, you're refreshing, you're you know, getting your energy back. But in actuality, it doesn't always seem like when I'm thinking, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, all right, I'm going to be productive today. Relaxation is not at the top of my my list, right? Right. Ideally, I would love for it to be one day. And I think I aspire to get to that point. But I have a lot of reworking to do. And I'm realizing that more than ever at this point in my life. And so, you know, when I, when I hear that, like that reworking, that reprogramming, mm-hmm. right? I think for a lot of us, particularly those of us who 
might be type A personalities. And honestly, any of us who go to have a job, you go to work every day, you are in school, you if you get out of bed every morning and you have places to go and things to check off on a to-do list, chances are relaxation is something that you probably have to train your body to do. Mm-hmm. The idea from the research is that relaxation means that mentally you're at peace, mm-hmm. right? Mentally, you're not thinking about your to-do list for tomorrow. You're not thinking about the things that you didn't get done today. You're not thinking about, okay, what's on my checklist for five years from now or (laughs) 10 years from now, right? You all through my driveway, Dom. I am. (laughs) That is me. Car parked out front, headlights on. (laughs) And, And you, part of this relaxation means that your body is at ease and that means that the stress that you're carrying in your body, the anxiety that you're carrying in your body has kind of let loose, right? So literally, lady, as you're listening right now, if you're in a space where you can do it, take in a big, deep breath, hold it, and now slowly exhale. And notice when you do that, how your body may have completely tensed up when you were on that inhale. And then on that exhale, how your body softened, hopefully, right? And hopefully, it also allowed you to release those spaces in your body that were you were holding tense that you might not have even been initially aware of, right? Like I know for me sometimes when I'm sitting, I sit with my shoulders like or even just in general, like I I'm my body can be so tense that my shoulders are like practically up to my ears, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just walking around like that, carrying myself like that. And it's when I take a deep breath that I realize, oh, my shoulders can fully relax. Mm-hmm. I notice that sometimes when I'm seated, my legs tense up. Mm-hmm. So like my butt cheeks are like tight. And, <laughs> you and your butt cheeks out. The butt cheeks and the thighs are clenched, yeah, right? Yeah. And then when I stand up or when I take that deep exhale, I notice that everything kind of softens. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's a signal that like I'm that I'm carrying stress, that mm-hmm. I'm carrying tension. Even if I'm just going about as I'm just going about my day to day. I know a lot of us are also doing, like, a lot of us are doing that. Just constantly just moving from our day-to-day, carrying on as usual with so much tension, right? And then we say, okay, 
I'm going to go home and I'm going to relax. Now, I don't know about you, but when, <laughs> like, before I took time to really pay attention to what relaxation meant, yeah. relaxation used to mean for me, oh, I'm going to go home and I'm going to read a book. And I've talked to y'all before about how much <laughs> I love reading. Yep. But if I'm reading a ta Coates book, mm. not the new one, yeah. but... If I'm reading something nonfiction, as interesting as it may be, like I remember I was reading Brian Stevenson's book, Just Mercy, and it's about mass incarceration, mm. particularly in Alabama. And I, I couldn't put the book down. And I would say, oh, that's, you know, that's my reading. That's my relaxation. But that's not relaxing. Yeah. Like, as I'm reading that, I'm, like, thinking about all of these people. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about the the problems within our criminal justice system. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm, I'm just thinking and thinking yes. and thinking. That's not relaxing. Yeah. Because as stressing I'm stressing yourself out as you read, Exactly. Right? Yeah. And as I'm stressing myself out, what that also means is that my heart rate might be increasing. That my brain and like as my heart rate is increasing and my body is gearing up, what's happening in my brain is that like cortisol levels are being released. And that's that that's stress, right? That and so then that means that chances are I'm probably not going to sleep well, even though I'm supposed to be doing this to help me get ready for sleep. Yeah. So I'm not relaxing. Mm -hmm. And that's just me. Yeah. What do you do? Or prior to thinking, like reimagining your relaxation, oh. what would you do to relax? Okay. I was going to say, right now, I actually have some very good relaxation tactics right now. But prior, I would do the same thing. Like I would, I love, I, I used to love fiction books growing up. And then I got into a place where I was like, yo, I'm like all into self-help. The thing is, when you're trying to relax, you go to self-help. My mind is in like, oh, how can I implement this? I got to take notes. And now I'm in, I'm in like the classroom, right? I'm in my own right. personal like life learning classroom where I'm learning at my own pace. But it's like, that's not really relaxing. Like I'm actually trying to retain information. I'm working my, my mind. So reading that used to be one for me. Um, it, it's usually like work stuff. Like I might say, oh, I'm going to go blog and that's my relaxation. But it's like, yeah, I love to do that and it's fun for me, but eh, it's not really relaxing, right? Right. Or watch a documentary, you know, another oh, thing. Oh, you know right? I love a good documentary. Yes. <laughs> so I definitely did not have very healthy relaxation strategies. I feel like I can still work on them now. I have better ways now, but I just... I kind of I aspire to be in a place where relaxation is like a natural extension of me where I am just kind of in the Zen space and I don't have to depend on relaxation once I'm already stressed out. Because a lot of times I notice that we all know you got to, you know, fill your cup before you can fill anyone else's or pour into anyone else. We all know that. But oftentimes in real life, like when life just plays out, I will go, 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 go until I'm on E. And then I feel like I'm on the verge of a nervous breakdown. I'm like, oh, shit. 
Let me call, call my team. Let me call my help. Let me find my relaxation. Let me go to therapy. And then I get back up to, you know, half tank. And that's kind of the game that I play. I'm trying to get better at that now, though. That's a good point of like, you let yourself go, Mm -hmm. right? And go to eat. Yes. And then when you are trying to refuel, you said you only go to half full. You're not even allowing yourself to get all the way up to full. Because what does that look like? It's uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, for for you, is relaxation, is that, like, uncomfortable for you? Like, does it come naturally? Because I feel like for me, we've talked about this over dinner, like, not having something to do is very, I guess people, like, I know for some people, they're going to listen and they're going to say, girl, like, fuck out of here. I know how to chill. Right, when it's time right. to chill. No, like that is so hard for me. And there's a backstory on why. And I think we'll dive into that in a little bit, but it is very hard for me to chill, to relax fully. I mean, like for an extended amount of time. Yeah. I can take a bath, a bubble bath and I can chill. I can meditate, but I mean like really relax, mm-hmm. like vacation. And, but the, here's the thing, right? So like there's levels to that relaxation, mm-hmm. right? There are levels to it. So you said like a bubble bath. So even it like for a bubble bath, are you even truly relaxing during that bubble bath? Like I could imagine, like I know for me, if I'm taking a bubble bath, I am not necessarily, I don't think I'm truly relaxed by the definition of relaxation. I think I might be, chances are I'm reading a book mm-hmm. or I'm thinking. Oh, girl. Yeah. And so then that's not necessarily relaxing. So even though it's giving me an opportunity to not do anything specifically work related, I'm not truly relaxing. Now, if I'm in that bubble bath and I've got my candles and I've got my soft music and Maybe I'm using that time to truly meditate. And in the true sense of meditation, then I'm entering a deep relaxation, Mm -hmm. right? I'm entering true relaxation because I'm letting my body shut down. And mind. Yes. Yes. And that's key. The The mind. mind. Ooh, girl. Because here's the thing. Sometimes we'll take a bubble bath or we'll do something that's meant to be relaxation, but we're literally doing it just to check off the box. Like I've gotten a massage before and I've been so like sometimes this mind of mind, this mind of mine is so it's just I'm grateful for all the creativity and everything, but it is like a highway sometimes and it's so overwhelming for me to keep up. And I don't know what to do with it. It's like, do I write the ideas down? Do I just chill? Like, what do I do? So meditation has been really important, but sometimes I've definitely been in a space where my mind is racing and I'll go through the motions and I'll maybe get a massage. And then by the end, I'm like, fuck, I was thinking the whole damn time. I didn't even get a chance to really relax, you know? And I will say for me, Usually, a massage is actually one of those places where I will truly relax and rest. Mm -hmm. And so rest is when our body is sleeping and our brain is kind of shutting down, right? And so for me, with a massage, I can get in there and 
if the massage therapist is really good at what they're mm-hmm. doing, I will close my eyes and chances are I will probably start snoring because I will, because that might be the one space where I truly am letting myself relax and rest because I don't have any other distractions. And so I think about like, for a lot of us, that relaxation really needs to change because we're allowing distractions to come in. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we're doing it to like check off a box. So maybe you have a family and you're like, okay, put the kids to bed early. I'm going to relax. Well, what is your relaxation? Is it I'm cleaning the kitchen or I'm going to sit down and watch, get caught up on my TV shows that I didn't get a chance to watch all week. If you are truly able to engage in those activities and not think about all the other things, like not think about that Halloween costume that you need to get for the kids Mm -hmm. or the cupcakes that you need to bake for the birthday party or on and on and on, right? If you are truly able to engage in that activity and not think about all of the other things, then you're relaxing. Mm -hmm. And it's going to look different for each of us. For sure. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that, Dom. And I think, I mean, we're all evolving, right? We're all a work in progress. I think for me, I'm currently, I'm currently on this, sabbatical from work. So I'll be off work for a couple weeks. And it sounds amazing. Um, I'm grateful for it. Believe it or not, for me, it has been a struggle to not be required to be doing anything. So because I'm on sabbatical, I'm like, all right, I'm going to fall back a little bit on social media. I'm not going to be aggressively posting. I'm just going to take some time to just go within because I've had a lot go on. I just want to just be still. But in being still, it's very challenging. And so the first couple days, um, a few questions came up for me and I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm not going to work today. Everyone else, you know, my colleagues, they're off to work. I'm not going to work. Um, I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like there's stuff that I want to do. I have ideas for my brand and things that I want to do. And being still, it's like, for me, it's not very easy. And so I'm like literally sitting around the house like, okay, what the fuck? What do I, like, I'm just looking around like, what do I do? Okay, I'll make some food. I'll watch something on TV, but I'm so used to being productive. And like, that's just what I'm so accustomed to that when I'm not doing that, the questions that came up for me were like, okay, well, who are you if you're not? And I I know who I am, but it's like, who are you if you're not on stage, if you're not posting on social, if you're not going to work every day, when you're just sitting at home, like, who are you? And what does that mean for you to just be Mm -hmm. without you being attached to these different things? And I was like, okay, that's interesting. I also realized that Sometimes we don't want to be still and we don't want to relax because of what comes up. And so for me, a lot of stuff came up and I was like, oh, is my busyness? Because I know that I've always had to grind. I've always had to be ambitious because of the struggle and where I came from. Okay, now I don't need to see like grinding out is still important, but I don't need to grind at the same level and under the same conditions that I did before, right? And now that's shifting because life is changing for me. So it's like, okay, with that in mind, what does that mean for me now? 
what's coming up for me now? And I realized that when I'm just quiet, like, oh, a lot of questions come up. A lot of, um, I might be triggered by something. Like I cried a couple of days when I was on that little break and I was just like, oh, some random shit that I never thought about because I was so busy is now coming up and it's on the surface. And now that it's here, what do I do with this information? What do I do with this shit that was buried so deep down? And now that I am quiet and I am still and I don't have my job and I don't have these things that are keeping me distracted, what do I do with this discomfort? And that is exactly why relaxation is productive. Because what it's doing is it's it's a it's a couple of things, right? So it's allowing you the space and time to address the shit that's coming up, mm-hmm. right? And it's also giving you room to go from E to full, mm-hmm. right? That's why it's the most productive because if it's not, because every other thing that you've been doing, right? Where you're like, I'm gonna take, I'm taking a break and you're like, okay, I'm going to go for my massage. Well, that didn't help. That didn't get you back to full. That didn't get your tank back to full. That got you to maybe a quarter of a tank, right? And then you depleted that tank really easy. And then you're working on your blog. Okay, well, that might have gotten you to maybe a half a tank. And then you get back on doing your day-to-day and you're depleted again. You're back on E. What's happening now that you have this time is your body is saying, oh, okay, we're going to do this. We are really going to make sure that we get our tank back up to full. And part of getting our tank back up to full means that we need to clean it out so that all that gunk and grime and just ickiness, we're trying to get it, clear it all out so that we truly can pour into ourselves and get to full. I think that's a good point. I think that sometimes when, I don't know, so as far as the relaxation piece and then the just being still and quiet, I think they could be categorized differently. I think that sometimes with both those feelings and the, I like the way that you you said that, you said that it, your system's like, okay, we need to clear this out. But sometimes when that comes up, it can be productive, but sometimes people are like, wait, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't realize that all this was going to come up because it's uncomfortable. Like maybe there's stuff that happened in your childhood and you're like, I'm not interested in diving back into that. Now, I feel like I'm like a glutton for pain because I'm just like, I want to dive into all my pain. Let's just Mm -hmm. reveal all this shit and let's figure out how we're going to process it. And so it's uncomfortable. But because of like the goal that I have in mind to provide healing to other people, oftentimes I'm like, okay, I'm going to just go ahead and I'll go ahead and, you know, go through this uncomfortable situation because ideally I can help someone else from it. But I think that... um. It can be tricky, right? Like if you don't know what to do with what comes up or if you're just so uncomfortable and you're like, what do I do? It can just be really tricky, but I think it is important because what I've realized and, you know, going on vacation, I've realized that this happens every time I get a really good vacation for like at least a week. This happened last year when I was in LA for a week and I realized on vacation that 
oh, this is what my body feels like when it's not stressed out. Like, I didn't know that I was stressed. Mm-hmm. I had an idea this last couple of months because it was that crazy. But like, usually I don't know that I'm really stressed until I'm not stressed. Right. So then I'm not stressed. I'm like, God damn, I need to add some of this, 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 this freedom and this relaxation to my real life. And then real life comes in. I go back to the grind and then I'm back in the same position. So I'm trying to figure out, I think this time I'm going to get it where I'm like, how can I add intentional relaxation throughout life so that I don't have to be on E to realize that, okay, I need to do something. Well, it goes back to what I was saying though, like as we're going to keep using Mm -hmm. the gas tank analogy Mm -hmm. is that what's happening is what we all tend to do, Mm -hmm. right, is... We will say, okay, we're gonna relax, so we're gonna we're gonna try and clean out the tank a little bit, right? But imagine that you have this pipe, and the pipe is about let's say the pipe is about eight inches around, and one inch is like your childhood trauma. Add another inch, and that's like your current life stressors. And then depending on how many life stressors you have, it gets thicker and thicker, right? To where that pipe is completely clogged. Mm -hmm. And then you say, okay, I'm going to take a day. I'm going to take a mental health day from work. Mm -hmm. And that mental health day may only, out of that full eight inches of grime, may only... Wash away one layer, right? So now you got you got a little bit more room for stuff to come through, but it's eventually that stuff that's coming through is gonna get stuck. So then you're back completely clogged, mm-hmm. and it's not until you really sit down and say, "Okay, I'm gonna truly clean this system out and get rid of." everything that you truly will be able to relax because what's going to keep happening is you may drain out one inch two inch three inch but you've still got more stuff in there and until all of that stuff gets cleared out Every time more, like more stuff is going to keep coming in, it's going to eventually get stuck on that stuff that's been there, like that childhood trauma, right? It's going to stay stuck in there. Those relationships, those toxic relationships that you never healed from, like it's going to stay, it's still stuck in there. And until you really sit down and deal with it, deal with it meaning going to therapy or finding whatever healing may work for you. For some people, that's strictly just meditation. For some people, that's religion. Whatever the healing method is for you, until you really sit down and let your body truly process all of that and get all, remove all of it, you're going to keep having to come back to the same spot over and over again question how often do you think because what you said I love that analogy because I'm visual so I'm Mm -hmm. picturing all the layers how often do you think people actually because when you said go in and clear it all out I'm like yo how often do you think people actually do that because I think I feel like a lot of us are just walking around clogged like some of us are getting past a few layers but getting down I think about some of the things that happened when I was younger I'm like I never had a chance to like 
cry for that thing. Mm -hmm. Like I never had a chance to grieve that thing. And so when I think about, it sounds a little overwhelming, but also very beneficial when you talk about clearing everything out. But how often do you think people actually do that? Not often enough. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Not often enough. Like I think about like, just for me personally, Mm -hmm. in my own therapy there over this last, just over this last year and a half, Mm -hmm. like there have been times where I've gone in and I'm telling my therapist about like a current, what I call like my current first world problems, right? Stuff that I feel like I I can process, Mm -hmm. but I just need to vent about it, right? And as I'm talking about it, usually she'll ask like, is there something that has this come up for you before? And what usually ends up happening for me and how I'm like unclogging stuff is that something that's happening in my present that I'm just venting about because it's like it doesn't feel like it's that big of a deal somehow will get connected to something that's happened in my past that I never let myself truly process. Mm. Right. That I thought, oh, life kept moving. So I thought it was dealt with. Right. And then I find myself in session, like crying about this thing that I didn't think was traumatic or stressful, or I thought that maybe I had finished processing. And here I am in session crying about it. And it's like, oh, I never let myself actually acknowledge that that situation was hurtful or was harmful. And so to have that space and I'm just talking about what works for me. That for me is what helps like unclog. And so I think that it's about identifying what are the things that are necessary in your own life to help you unclog. Yes. I think that's a really good point. And it's not easy work. Like it's not easy by any means. Your face is like, but see the thing. Not at all. And I know some people, and here's the thing, I get it. There are some things, there are some things that I'm like, you know, I think about and I'm like, you know what? I'm probably not going to dive into that until somewhere farther down the line. I don't even want to touch that right now. And I think we all have a right to have those experiences where mm-hmm. we're like, you know what? That was a bit much. I think I'm going to just, I'm going to focus on some other things right now. But I do think that you know, in this life, you know, we have a finite time here on this planet. Mm-hmm. And I think that it will be in our best interest and in the world's best interest for us to heal from the things that have happened to us so that we can just show up and be our best selves and also help other people. And I, on my second day off, I ended up um, calling a, I had a consultation with a Reiki master and Reiki is a form of alternative medicine called energy healing. And basically the practitioner uses a technique called palm healing or hands-on where they're shifting energy in your body, right? And that's like the essence of it. And so I call, I had a call with this person and the guy, he's supposed to be a really like renowned Reiki master in the area. And he talked a lot about like childhood trauma and just different things that impact us today. And we've talked about this on many of episodes, right? right? And one thing he said that kind of relates back to what you said, Dom, is there are certain things, especially when you've, because he asked about my upbringing and he's like, did you have, you know, one traumatic incident or was it like a continuous cycle of traumatizing events? And I was like, oh, the shit was continuous. And so I was like, okay, well, a a lot of times in those situations when you have constant trauma, your body develops 
this response to the trauma. And so you're constantly in a stressful situation, in a stressful mode, and your body learns how to adapt to that and move through it. And so I work very well being stressed because of my upbringing. Also, there were instances and situations that happened that I never had a chance to process or let go of. And you ever have a moment where you go through something and you feel that frog in your throat, you feel your eyes well up, and you feel like you have so much to release, right? That is all energy, mm-hmm. right? And when you cry, you're letting that out. You're expressing right. it. But let's pretend that, and many of us have probably had situations where you don't get a chance to release it. Mm-hmm. So you stuff that shit down. Oh, it's going somewhere. Just because you didn't see it manifest doesn't mean that it's not there. Now it's stored in your body somewhere energetically. So that way, or that means that when something happens and we're triggered, you can easily, just like that, bring up those tears because that thing, that energy is still there. And I know that I have so much of that energy just lodged in me from so many back to back, just years and years of trauma and violence and abuse. And so I'm at a point now where I've, for years, I've been struggling with my appetite. And I noticed that it has to be linked to stress because on vacation, I eat fine, no problem. But in my day to day, my body has this response where I am constantly in stressful situations. Now, something funny happened today, Dom, and I wanted to share it with you. I wanted to wait until we got on air because I wanted to get your perspective. It was so deep. So I'm today's a work day. I'm off. I'm fucking going crazy at home. Like, yo, what the fuck do I do? I, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. I'm watching reality TV. I'm eating. I'm taking naps. But I, I don't feel like going outside. I'm just chilling. But I'm just like, okay, what do I do, Right. And so the day was quiet. At one point, I got a text message and some drama had unfolded. And the weirdest thing happened. I felt a response in my body because my body heart rate sped up and it tensed up. And I felt a, a, a reaction in my body. And part of me, like I had this thought and part of me was kind of like, oh, shit, there's some excitement, even though it may not be good excitement. And then let me just tell you, I'm not a person for drama. Like I don't do drama. But in this case, it was like okay, this is something. My body's responding. It's getting revved up, mm-hmm. ready to get in response mode. And I kind of liked, like my body kind of liked that because right. that's what it's used to. Right. And so I was like, okay, I can get out of this boring ass rest space where I'm just trying to figure out my life because I don't have anything to do. And now that there's some drama, I had to process in my mind and tell myself like, wait, we're not going to get involved and become a savior or get attached to the drama. It's happening. I'm going to remain at peace And okay, figure out if I can help, if not, okay, but I'm not going to become so engrossed in this drama that now I'm stuck back into that. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. And so that is, that's a great notice on your part, right? Mm -hmm. Because, and the thing is, is that had you not been in a state of relaxation, Mm -hmm. had you not been in this, in this space of having, filling your tank back up. Yep you probably would have would not have noticed it or it may have taken you a little bit longer to notice it and you would have gotten into that mm-hmm. and gotten into response then, mode and just and like then <gasps> your your pipe would have been clogged up again mm-hmm. right and so your pipe is getting reclogged because you're getting caught back up in that drama right but because you have been in relaxation mode you're able to prevent that from happening. And so I think what that does is just totally reinforce what we've been saying all along of relaxing 
is the most productive thing you can do because it has a long lasting effect on the rest of your life, right? Yeah, it does. And I, I think it also, it a lot of this is work. Like what I'm noticing about everything in life that we want, everything we aspire to have, it's work. Whether you want to get on a new workout plan, diet and exercise, achieve your goals, relax more. Like it's, you have to be intentional about this. And so it makes me think about the fact that, you know, sometimes we may be addicted to drama just because we want some excitement and we don't want to be quiet and have to, you know, silence, silence our thoughts and deal with our own stuff. Right. And so it's just making me, me being on the sabbatical and in this relaxation, this sort of forced relaxation mode is allowing me to question and just just consider different things that normally I'm too busy to consider. So I do think that relaxation is very important, right? Because we don't want to be burnt out. Um, I want to, personally, I want to get my appetite in order and just be healthy mm-hmm. and also watch the way that my body's responding to different stimuli. And so I think it's it's just really crucial for us to figure out what works best for us by way of relaxation. Yes. And so in terms of thinking about a few tips to help get us to that space of true, like deep relaxation. So one of the things that I constantly tell people is that we all say, okay, I'm going to relax in the evening. Well, relaxation in the evening, like we said earlier, doesn't look like watching a documentary or reading this nonfiction book that's stirring up all these emotions and thoughts and keeping us going, right? Now I'm not I'm not saying that TV isn't ba- is bad. What I'm saying is that you have to be intentional about what you're taking in, mm-hmm. right? So if reality TV allows you to totally zone out and you don't get caught up in what you're watching, great. For me, comedy. So mm-hmm. and and sometimes it can be the most irreverent and sometimes it might be even be politically incorrect. And, but I allow myself that space to kind of turn off that, my thinking cap, right. And let myself kind of watch things that truly will make me laugh and not have to think Mm. because they say laughter is like the best medicine and laughter truly is in terms of relaxation Laughter literally sends signals to your the rest of your body to relax, literally. And so to let your body know that it's at ease, that this environment, that the space you're in is safe. And so laughter. So finding things that make you laugh. That's a good one, Dom. I would say, I want to say, I'm going to say bubble bath. We talked about taking a bath. And taking a bath, I want to say being mindful and maybe just meditating or taking some deep breaths. Because, girl, I've taken plenty of baths and my mind has been racing the whole time. So if, if you're, it's like going to the library and saying you're going to, you know, you have a midterm coming up. But if you're not studying in the library, then, all right, you there, but what are you doing? You know what I mean? Right. So if you're in the bath, but you're not relaxing, then what are we doing here, right? right so right. I think that being mindful of where your mind is and what I've learned with meditation, because let me tell you. When I first started meditating, I could only meditate for like one minute, less than a minute. My attention span is like, I'm constantly thinking. I'm like, what do I do with all these thoughts? And the more research I've done, 
let me just say I can meditate for like 30 minutes now, which is like a big accomplishment. That, that's, okay. that's, that's big. big. By myself or with the guided meditation app, which is really great. And what I've learned from all of these people that meditate is they say that when you're meditating, um, deep breaths are important, right? Mm-hmm. So focus on your breath. That's like the first step. Just focus on... Let it out, right? Just focus yes. on your breath. And then when you have thoughts, like don't judge yourself. So mm-hmm. thoughts are going to come. The way that I do it, I close my eyes. I envision my my mind is like a... You ever go to the drive-in movie theater? Mm-hmm. We used to go to the drive-in theater when I was younger. You know, they had a big-ass white screen, right? right? Like in the real theater. Yeah. But it's huge outside. Mm-hmm. I picture that in my mind and all of the thoughts that come across are like going across the movie screen. So when things come across that are distracting... I just watch it go and I say, okay, we're meditating now. We're just going to let it go. And I focus on my breath. So anytime something comes up, I'm like, okay, we'll focus on that after. Right now we're meditating and I continue to meditate and just focus on the breath. And it really does help. It brings me, it just makes me so relaxed, right? It just Mm -hmm. brings me down. I'm not stressed out. I'm not thinking about my to-do list and what I'm going to eat for lunch and if I got to poop, I mean, whatever it is, like I'm not thinking about all these all things. All those things okay? will come up. You'd yes. be surprised at the things okay. that pop up when you're trying to meditate. Like, oh, girl, I got the bubble guts. I mean, whatever mm-hmm. it is, like mm-hmm. it, it does help. So that's bubble bath, meditation, Reiki. I mean, be open-minded. Try right. all kinds. Of, I mean, whether it's massage, I'm going to try Reiki. We talked about- um, Therapy. Therapy in general, right? Even isn't hypnotherapy a thing, right? Yes. Hypnotherapy. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever it is, try whatever is going to- Just try new things. You never know what's going to work for you. Right. Just, yeah, just be open. Mm-hmm. I've had, I have some friends that say cleaning is mm-hmm. meditative and relaxing for them. And so again, whatever it is that allows you to decompress, yes. that is what we want you to focus on. Whatever is going to help you unclog that pipe. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. But yes, we need you to be relaxed because you'll be able to be your best self. So after this episode or during this episode, get your relaxation on, girl. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health. But it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast, or check out our website at HerSpacePodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I know that everything is working out for my good, even when things don't go as planned. We'll see you next week, lady.